Listener Production. Today, this podcast is being recorded on Gadigal land. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this country and elders past, present. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. So tired. Hey everyone, I'm so, my voice is like gone. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Shanti's DJ, DJ Smooth City, was trying to tell me this week for my diaphragm, but it's quite ironic because he's also lost his voice. So <laughs> he's telling me this while we're watching Akon, and I go, "City babes, don't want to hear a fucking peep from you." Oh wait, I can't anyway because you have no fucking voice. Um, all of us are fucked. So if oh, if you don't understand what's happening, I have been hosting uh, the Fridays Live tour. The radio station is part of it, and it's also with the people who did I, I did my podcast tour with. So like perfect storm vibes. I was like, I wasn't like not keen for it, but I was like, <laughs> I didn't realize how much fun it would be. I've had so much fun. Jay Sean and I are best friends, just so you all know. He's like the nicest person on the planet. Like, and I don't even mean like always oh, nice for a famous person. He's genuinely. We had a flight from um, Perth to Adelaide, and we were sat next to each other for three and a half hours. We got pissed on mimosas and was talking the whole, the whole three and a half hour flight. Oh my god! Talking, 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 laughing, fucking pissing ourselves, like talking about his parents, my parents, like talking about his life and like fame that he's experienced. But he's a fucking. And now he's in my phone as Jay Big Balls, and I will not explain the context of that. <laughs> so I've had the best weekend, but I'm so tired. So oh, if shit. any of you, I'm drinking a smoothie. Listen, I'm drinking a cocktail. Drinking a smoothie out of our new uh, glass where we got a, a studio renovation. And it's very exciting. It looks hot. You've mm. done well. You picked everything. I picked everything. Um, it's it's what I would like my house to have if I was if I could have a bigger vision. You know, as yeah. a little vision. It's hard to make your whole house go together. Mini Abbey house. Mini Abbey house. Um, <laughs> so got a few things to talk about. Friday's live. I'll give you a better update on the radio show because to be honest, I'm sure all of you are like, oh, we don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> Unless you guys have any questions it about looks, anyone from Friday's Live. It looks pretty epic. I know there's a few people in the office who went and they said it was incredible. Like they really loved it. And they said that you're awesome. Oh, thank that's you. That's genuine. Thank oh, that's you. That's so cool. That's what so do you get to do on stage? Like this is what I do. How are we feeling tonight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. Vibe check, vibe check. Cool, 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 cool. And then Fat Man 2 comes out and he's like, Abby, Abby, Abby. And then and then I'm like, all right, guys, give it up for Shaggy. And then that's what I do. Oh, my God. Did you actually also meet Shaggy <laughs> too? Awesome. Shaggy and I, uh, I'm probably like my two faves are Shaggy and Jay Sean. And does he sound the same way he sounds? <laughs> no, no. Like, does he go like, he doesn't. Oh, no, no, he doesn't. he yeah. asked me though if I was Jamaican at one point. <laughs> Because he was like, you have so many fucking jobs. Because he was like, are you going to come out with us on tonight in Adelaide? And I was like, no. And I was like, I don't understand the reference, Shaggy, but I'm just going to say, no, I'm not Jamaican. So this year, I, he's very nice. Jay Sean is so lovely. Akon, everyone's very nice. It's like, everyone's very nice. Akon as well. Oh, mm. my God. Convict. Oh, my God. Music. You're, just, you're bringing me my and high you school years. <laughs> I see you whining and grinding. It's been the best. Um, Akon set. My voice is gone because the first night I was... I was standing side stage and I'd just been speaking to Jay for the first time and I was like still kind of nervous because I was my first time doing it. And then Akon was playing. I was talking to um, him about like 
you know, like, like you know, his daughter, he's had this really cute TikTok with his daughter. And I was like, oh, she seems so cool. Like, I love that, you know, she seems like she's got like a bit of English banter, but she's Australian. I mean, sorry, she's American because yeah. um, he's English. And he's talking about his daughter and then talking about like, you know, like fame and whatever. And then like I hear sexy bitch start to play in the background. <laughs> and I'm like with ADHD, I'm like focusing on that and like just nodding along. And then this is what made me lose my voice genuinely was the first song on ASO because then Jay Sean's talking and, I, and as it comes on, Ice Cube in his face, Yes, I can see ya! Like that. And he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, because every girl here wanna be a, she's a diva. And he's like, he was like, yeah, cool. Then he danced to me because he's slay. Anyway, it was very fun. So my voice is gone. So sorry for the horses. So it's kind of hot. I hate that I feel hot with my, with my <laughs> raspy it voice. It does kind of sound quite, it does sound sexy. I know. Because sometimes it can skew that you've been smoking Long Beach, you know, <laughs> but this. I feel like I'm a geek Not girl. you personally, but. <laughs> yeah, no, this is hard. And I now like all the musicians that I have crushes on or that I like want to get with him, like, I get it, guys. That time that I toured, you know, like I'm a gig girl as well. Like <laughs> touring's hard, man. <laughs> touring's hard. Anyway, um, I actually made Jay Sean on the podcast, I think. That's awesome. I'm going to go to New York. Oh, he lives in New York and he said that he'll do the podcast when I go and visit <laughs> best friends. That's so cool. Love him. Yeah, he's really cool. So cool. So what is happening? Oh my God, so I want to talk about something. Also, I'm really tired, so I might cry. Just heads up. And it, well, it doesn't mean that I'm upset about something. It just means that I'm really tired. Like mm. I literally... Yeah. I get that. You don't get it, gigging. Like I like I literally... <laughs> I didn't realise how tiring it was. Um, but there was a comment of photos of me from Friday's Live. I'm just going to read it out. I've gotten a few DMs and comments like this and they've really upset me and I just want to explain something. Mm-hmm. I, I know that it's like quote unquote well-intentioned. I've said before, like, just stop commenting on my weight. Like mm. really, like, oh. it's fine to comment on it if you're my good friend and you're worried about me, but like it's not fine. I've said this before on my Instagram stories and I think it's on the podcast before, like it's really upsetting me. Someone commented this and was like, please don't do a Kardashian. Oh, also, oh God. trigger warning mm. for like, I'm going to speak about like why I've lost weight and how I've lost weight, not as an instructional thing, just as the reasoning, mm. just just a heads up. So if you have an eating disorder, I would probably give the whole episode a miss because it's probably going to mention it a lot. So just a warning about that. I'm going to talk about weight loss and like bodies and whatever. So um, someone's like, please don't do a Kardashian and lose your curves. You look so on point right now. And then others have DM'd me being like, are you on a diet? You've lost so much weight. You look so great. Others have DM'd me being like, are you okay, hun? You've lost so much weight. You know, like commenting on the fact that I've lost weight. And I obviously have lost weight. Like I've lost a lot of weight in the past like four months. Like or like my, I'm probably like now like a six to eight rather than eight to ten. Like one size. But I just want to talk about like why that is and why I really don't appreciate fucking people talking about my weight. I feel like the usual like bullshit like fat folk in the state is like skinny girls get bullied too. That's not at all I'm going to say. But the main reason why it annoys me is because A, a lot of it is saying like sometimes it's like, are you okay, hon? I mean, you look great. but And it's like how like fat phobic and weird to comment on someone losing one dress size who was a straight, who was a straight sized woman. How weird to be like, you look great but, like, are you mentally okay? And how, like, fat phobic to say that I look better because I've lost weight and to ask if I'm dieting and to ask – I've gotten messages like, what exercises are you doing? What, what are you eating? What are you uh, – my exercise is stress. 
mm. and I'm eating um, whatever I can uh, get in my hands in between all the work I'm doing. So mm. um, I'm just going to explain because I've, I've had like I've never had this many comments on my weight. Like I've never had this many, wow. and it happens more when I when I gain weight. No one says anything, which I guess I don't know why. When I lose weight, people tend to comment on it, and in quote unquote positive and quote unquote negative ways. But I would say that it's all negative because the only positive messages about it are fat phobic and they're saying like you've lost weight therefore you look really good and like how did you do it because I want to lose weight so the reason I've lost weight is as follows the the main reason is that I literally am working so much I'm not eating not intentionally I haven't I haven't since I was like 19 uh I mean actually not 20 something I'm gonna say 20 23 or something in the last five or so years, I have never intentionally gained or lost weight, ever. I've never worked out with the intention to lose weight. I am also haven't ever tried to, like, do, like, vanity exercises. If you do that, you can do what you want. But my PT, I think I've said a few times, like, my PT. What's vanity exercises? I know, I've just, I've just called that term. I know if that's a <laughs> yeah, term. But, oh, I, right. mean, I mean, I've that never been like, I've never been like, I'm going to work out to make my ass bigger. Oh, you know I what see I what mean? you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like I want like, quote unquote, like smaller arms. I want more toned. I yeah. want like uh, abs. I mm. just work out because I will mentally, when I wasn't doing PT and when I was uh, working as much as I am, I was going nuts. I know I was so anxious and I couldn't sleep. I had no outlet and it was just like, I also didn't have any boundaries. And then mm. doing PT, I've like had to, I've had boundaries now in terms of like, like my, my agent knows that I will not change PT for anything. Even if it's like a ridiculously huge job, that job has to move because mm. if I start moving it for one thing, it moves for anything. Yeah. Even like during Mass Singer, I was still doing PT in the mornings. Like mm. I was like oh, going and not because I was like, and I need to, and I need to go to gym, I need to lose weight. It's because I was like, if I don't do this, I will mentally be yeah. so stressed and I won't be calm. Totally. And it gave me energy and it also was just like a good way to walk the dog down to the down to the gym. So like my PT has never ever, she's so good, Tori, love you, Queen. She's never ever mentioned like how I look, never made me weigh in, never done like a like a um like a fat percentage test, never anything like that. So therefore, like before I didn't really have an intention of like losing weight for how I look, but it's like reinforced that idea that I'm not working out for weight loss, I'm not working out for whatever. It's that I'm working out because I want to feel better and like be stronger and have like a I have back issues so like make my shoulders stronger like when I do fucking uh, like exercises that usually would trigger my shoulder it's she's like oh my god you look so strong when you're doing that because she's like you're so strong you can lift that or your shoulder rehab is doing well you know mm. so like mm. a if you're a PT and because I know as well it's, it's very subconscious and I think Tori is the outlier and I'm very lucky to have found her it was kind of by accident where like a lot of PTs are visual focused and like mm. losing weight and I've even had people at gym come up to me recently I've had someone at gym who usually works out at the same time as me come up to me and say woman and say you look really good recently you've lost so much weight like out of the blue I have been working out like the same amount it's probably predominantly stress the other thing is I got a fucking dog and after and he's uh mental so like <laughs> after I go to gym I then have to walk in for two hours so yeah. I'm going to gym and I'm walking for two hours and again Please note this is instructional. This is genuinely, I feel like I, I, it's at a point now where I'm getting all these comments where I have to weirdly explain myself that I'm not, quote unquote, doing a Kardashian and intentionally losing weight because of a trend hailed by the fucking New York Times. You see that article that was like, heroin chic is back? No, I didn't see that. No. There was an article that, was, that said heroin chic is back. It's like booty, it was like goodbye booty or something. And then it said heroin chic is back. When heroin chic, for those of you who are young, may not know, but like in the 90s, there was this like, 
uh, idea that the ideal body shape for women was to be incredibly skinny, which first and foremost uh, is bizarre to idealise a like addiction is an illness and addiction is an illness that you can't change. And to, and to idealise and trivialise addiction and the body shape that comes from addiction is is fucked up, obviously. Mm. Then there's the element of the amount of eating disorders that that, that kind of quote-unquote body trend created. And then there's the element of the existence of a body trend at all. Yeah. The fact that every decade when you go through like and you see the history of like fashion trends and every decade for women – not only the fashion trends different, but the body shape trends are different and body shapes aren't trends and they shouldn't be. But unfortunately, media have reinforced this idea. And now that there, now that there has been the idealised, you know, like, but like they said, like the booty, booty's gone, whatever, whatever, arse and, and, and having tits and being kind of like what the Kardashians were 10 years ago, now there's a pendulum swing to uh, heroin, heroin chic, quote unquote, to incredibly thin people as like Bella Hadid and, and you know, uh, super Kendall Jenner are like the idealised most beautiful women in the world. And this isn't to say that they aren't gorgeous, but it is to say there is something deeply concerning about, about trends changing and about women's bodies being, being a vessel for different ways to sell different Trends, because I think that maybe part of this is that we've gotten to a point with the fast fashion cycle that I'm not sure. I know there are still fashion trends, but really, I think they're kind of not as clear anymore. I think maybe now that people were trying to get a hold of like body trends, and now the fashion trends are aligning with body trends, like micro mm. minis and wearing crops with micro minis, which again, like I wear. But those things really traumatised millennial women. And I, I'm the youngest, I think I'm the last year of millennial women. So it's like, I was talking about before, like a formative part of my youth was seeing um, Misha Barton on the front of like New Idea or something with um, a magazine. And it was like her cottage cheese legs and her cellulite. And Misha Barton would have been max a size six. Like she's fucking Misha Barton. She's an actress in Hollywood in the early 2000s. And, um, you know, Jessica Simpson being called overweight for... Um, being a size ten, and uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so now with the body, the body trends changing. There's this weird. I feel like there's all, almost like an accusation towards me that I'm trying to lose weight. And I just want to be clear, I'm not trying to lose weight. In fact, I'm having a really fucking hard time right now because I'm like, that's where I'm gonna cry. Like, and again, I like I don't want to come off as like someone who is straight-sized, complaining about their body. There are institutionalised uh, structures that feed fat phobia and, for example, racism that uh, result in there being systemic issues when it comes to being plus-size or being a minority, a person of colour. So, like, I'm not sitting here being like, skinny girls have it hard too, but I'm trying to explain the mentality behind it and why it's quite triggering for me when I, when I get told that I'm losing weight. So I'm also on medication for ADHD, it's been great for my ADHD. It's been less great for my appetite. It's been less great for me remembering because I get I do so I get so much done now, which is good. But it's been less great for eating. It's been less great for I, I need to be like doing something else while I'm eating, and I'm just having a really really hard time like having a really hard time eating. It's it's not that I'm having issues with like the thought of eating. It's that like. I am having trouble f finding time to eat and then when I find time to eat, I'm having a really hard time chewing food and a really hard time swallowing, like physically eating mm. uh, because I feel extremely nauseous when I eat food. Like I was, I called someone when I was in the dressing room on Friday at Friday's Live and I'd gotten this like, oh my God, why am I crying on the podcast so much? But I have this like big plate of food 
And I was like, I have to, like, I have to eat this because if I don't eat, I haven't eaten today all day. And then if I don't eat it, mm. I will probably faint or have a migraine or something. And I just got like all the food that I like, like the, all the food that I like, thought I would kind of like. I got a bit of everything that I thought I would kind of like. And then like I was like eating literally like one lettuce leaf at a time and it took me an hour and a half to eat half the plate of food. Cause I, and I think it's also stress. Like I think it's not just the medication. I think it's also that I don't have a day off for three weeks and that I'm like working so much. And like, and then like I fucking like was like looking at the I, I fuck my rib cage was showing and shit. And I'm like, this isn't like a normal weight. This is like a natural weight for me to be in. But I can't like the only thing I can do. And I've realized in the last like few weeks that I have I've like noticed the lack of eating, and that's why I'm getting migraines, and it's why I'm like not well. It's also working over time. It's a it's a combination of things, right? So I don't want to blame one thing, but it's like very visibly losing weight. My clothes aren't fitting. Shit that I bought three weeks ago is not fitting me, and it's a bit mentally fucked for me to be sitting there like trying to eat food and mentally having to like like g myself up to chew food like I'm in the fucking jungle again like being like have this lettuce leaf that has no nothing on just to get something inside you so I'm drinking so many smoothies because I can easily swallow them quickly then having people fucking DM me being like are you on a diet or like oh don't don't do a Kardashian like weirdly being accusatory when I'm sitting there making a conscious effort to eat calorie dense foods and again, it's not about a body image thing. It's not that I feel better or worse at either way. I genuinely, I think a lot of people had disordered eating habits in high school and I haven't really spoken extensively about it, but like I didn't have, I wouldn't say I had a full bone eating disorder, but I did have definitely disordered disordered eating and I had definite like fat phobic thoughts that were ingrained in me by society and especially being a young woman in the early 2000s. And I think like I've worked so hard to not have those thoughts and I think I'm very proud of myself for genuinely not working out for how I look, not eating for how I look, genuinely enjoying food and genuinely um, being able to enjoy exercise and be more worried about whether I'm eating enough and what I'm eating and making sure that I have the right nutrients and whatever. I'm very proud of myself for that and I don't feel ashamed of how, how my body is and I haven't at any weight that I've been the past five years, um, about five years. But like, it's more that like seeing my seeing my ribs on my chest. Like, it was a photo shoot recently. Like, I saw like a photo of me, and like I could like there were like down lights, and there was my rib was fucking my rib cage is showing, and like when I'm in the mirror, my fucking hips are sticking out and shit. And like, I know it's for me like that's a sign of me being not well, and like not. And then I'm like sitting backstage trying to force myself to eat and like crying while trying to eat because it's so hard for me to eat right now. And then people are fucking commenting shit like, don't do a Kardashian, like borderline accusatory because there's all these fucking articles about like the Kardashians doing intentional weight loss and, and then the, whatever, there's speculation about them getting their, getting gastro sleeves and like getting medication that makes you lose weight rapidly. Like, whatever, I think we should be aware of those things of, like, people trying to enforce body trends. But it's like, I'm not trying to enforce a body trend. I'm, I'm just trying to fucking not collapse on stage. And I'm trying to not, like, and be able to, like, walk my fucking dog and not, like, uh, I don't know, pass out. So it's just been a bit hard for me. And, like, it was really, really hard on Friday to eat. And, like, even... um like eating uh, the catering. Like I, I've, I don't know what's – I think it's just stress, but like these last two weeks I've been like having to consciously force myself to eat food. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm not trying to lose weight and I'm not trying to emulate anything. So please, I mean, please don't try to emulate anyone else's fucking body type because uh, A, it's completely fucking unrealistic and B, it's in femme bodies – 
there's always going to, every five to ten years there's a fucking change in what's attractive. Like, every, like mm. we're never going to be happy. That's, and that's how I think maybe when I started doing this work and talking to people and, you know, getting friends that, like, are podcasters or, or authors or whatever, when I started getting more friends like that, like, maybe that's when it, like, started to click was, like, you're never going to be aligned with a trend that's constantly changing. Like, you, like you, maybe you'll you'll catch it on the, on the swing back, you know. Maybe your exact body type will be the ideal, but there's a, there should be a bigger focus on being healthy. And that's why I'm so upset, I think, is because I've tried so hard to just focus on to just focus on how I feel and I'm not feeling good and then I'm getting, but then I'm getting comments on my weight, you know. Mm. It's a very like weird dichotomy of like I don't feel good and mm. I'm just trying to get to the end of the year because I have time off over Christmas and I'm just fucking like trying and then you, you can see my fucking ribcage in my chest and then I'm getting fucking DMs at like they're like don't try and lose any more weight as though I'm like perp like – and I understand why I understand why it's that because there is a, the thing is there is a trend and there is pressure for people to lose weight because of the new heroin chick trend. But I'm fucking telling you right now, it's just hard right now. So that's just an update on why why I've lost weight? Question mark. As I mean, I, have I don't to think personally it. you owe owe anybody an explanation really. Yeah. But like, I've also read this article recently about like people on Twitter being absolutely raided with their inboxes or whatever the direct mm. messages on about like fat phobic comments like really really yeah. harsh life-threatening kind of like really yeah, cool right. r- ridiculous comments you can actually be protected with racism and with a lot of like based on your race based on your gender based on whatever but there's actually no protections in place for people of different body sizes no yeah so it's now people are calling for that they're Absolutely. calling for protection yeah, absolutely. Because it's discrimination against, against fat phobia. Because it's a thing. Totally. Fat it's phobia. totally a thing. Like genuinely, I think there's studies in the, I, I think it was in the US. It could also be in Australia. Don't quote me on it. But I've seen information about studies saying that, you know, people are not hired because of their, if they are plus size. People are, um, you know, people are verbally abused, people are um, physically abused, people are abused online, people are not given the right health care, their pain is ignored. Yeah. Um, there are so many... Th- They're dehumanised, basically. Exactly, yes. And then there's the idea about, you know, oh, we care about your health, we care about your health. Since when does shaming anyone about their body imply they care about their health? And moreover, you don't care about people's health because you're idealising something called heroin chic. Mm. So you actually don't care about health. What you care about is your uncomfortability around large bodies, which is completely a systemic issue. And someone who's great to follow about this is Demi. Let me just get up her. I think it's called Fat Nice. Let me double check. That's the right. Um, she's got a podcast. Uh, it's Fat Nice, F-A-T-E-R-N-I-S-E. Uh, it's Demi Lynch. She uh, is the founder of uh, Kaleidoscope News. I've had her on the podcast before, like episode four. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. Um, so she has a great podcast about this. Also, I recommend all the time, Maintenance Phase. Mm. Love that podcast. So obviously, as a straight size woman, I'm not the person to be talking about all this, but I just want to touch on it a bit and go listen to Fat Nice, go listen to um, actual people in that community 
but I can at least direct you to them. But yeah, I just think commenting people's weights as a whole is fucked. Commenting on me losing weight does not compare to um, someone who is affected by fat phobia. It doesn't compare. So I don't need to think at all. Again, I just want to make it clear. I'm not sitting here crying about the weight loss. It's more I'm just trying to give you guys an insight into why I've lost weight and that I'm not trying to idealize it. And please don't idealize this shit um, because I think I'm quite sick right now. Um, so... Yeah, as you can tell, my voice is going, but I guess just from slaying too hard. So there was this TikTok and it's by, um, actually I'm so inspired. I don't want people to fucking go and comment shit because it's actually a nice thing this person did, I guess. So it's like paying off my husband's mortgage is the title. Mm. Uh, okay. I just got an email from my bank saying that my deposit was made today. I didn't make a deposit today and half my home loan's gone. Really? Did someone accidentally put money into my home loan? Not accidentally. Well, I didn't do this. Where the hell did that come from? What? Hey. Okay, I don't know what's going on. What? I paid for it. Why? Because you deserve it and you do so much for me. What? All the time, every day, and... What? Yeah. If I ever do this, like call a fucking serious intervention. Like, <laughs> like I'm relying on everyone around me to genuinely, like, band together and get my, get my banking passwords and prevent me, get legal action. Because what the actual fuck, right? And, like, if she wants to do that, that's fine. That's so fine. But there's always comments being like, and that's why you're single and that's why no one loves you because you wouldn't pay off your husband's mortgage. Sorry, cunt. Are you fucking serious? That, okay, so I I cannot and I have not spoken about what my mum went through financially because it was a big court case um, that I can't speak on. But I obviously grew up with like financial trauma and mm, and I see what you're saying. I'm like people think I don't know if I'm just being a bit of a cunt, but you know what? Yeah, you know, people have like. If one parent cheated on someone else, their, like, big thing mm, is, like, yeah. cheating. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Right? But not that I don't give a shit, but I'm, 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 like, not, I'm not, like, the one thing. And we all know this. Like, I'm in our fucking relationships, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not, I care about cheating. I don't care about someone fucking someone else. But people that are, like, I don't want someone to even, like, look at, follow other people. That's probably, I would say, all the time, it's because of like you know they've seen bad situations with their parents. Like my thing is like financial shit and being taken advantage of financially, right? So when I see shit like this, holy fucking cunt! <laughs> I'm like, what the actual fuck? Like paying off someone's fucking mortgage? Are you joking? Yeah. Are you actually joking? Like I'm actually like I'm actually generous to a fault. I would say like Rowan on the radio show, one time I had a date and he set he set my challenge as letting them pay. Like he was like. <laughs> Just let them pay, mate. Like, fucking. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I only let it happen because I know this person has more money than me. So I was like, okay, that's fine. But if I'm not sure, I will, like, oh, I'll always pay for everything or I'll just, like, sneakily do it for the bathroom. But Rowan was in my head being like, don't do it, mate. Don't do it. Let them pay. Um, and I just find it so I'm, – I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be harsh here. Okay. I find it incredibly naive – and I find it incredibly irresponsible wow. for yourself to pay off someone else's fucking mortgage. I think that's ridiculous. I think that if any of you, like the amount of financial fucking abuse that exists um, for yeah. people 
unless you are literally Rihanna and you're paying off someone's mortgage, it's like a million dollars and she's a billionaire and it's like fucking 10 cents to you. If you're like a fucking, you know, you have like $200 million, whatevs. But like, or unless it's your mum or something or your sibling or your kid. But uh, a love interest? (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right. A fickle love interest? (laughs) I've got a what if for you. I've got a what if for you. What if you were with somebody you really loved you were t- you're together for let's say a year, and you know they're hardworking. They've got um, money saved up, and they've got they're paying their mortgage, and then their dad passes away, and leaves a fuckload of debt debt behind, and they have to manage that fucking situation. That sucks. And then yeah, well, it's a what if. <laughs> so sucks. what what would you do in this situation? Would you help no. your poor no. lover? Mm-mm. Debt Mm-mm. is crawling <laughs> under his skin. That sucks. Not sleeping at night, <laughs> crying, can't get it up. They can sell their house and they can live in my house for free. Okay. Without paying rent. That's I'm true. not giving them any money. All right. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, I'm not, I tried. I tried. I'm not, I never, I don't even <laughs> want my partner's BSB. I okay. don't want to fucking know. <laughs> my ex-boyfriend, fucking, we were on and off for what, four years. Don't even have his BSB. No yeah. idea. He doesn't yeah. have mine. I have no idea. I have no idea. Mm. Never given someone else fucking money. I will never give someone else money. I like again. I'm generous. Someone I, else, I will, not necessarily love interest only. No love interest only. Love oh, okay, okay. I bought my mum a car. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. brand new car. I fucking gave my sister a car. I fucking would yeah, give yeah, my yeah. sister and my mum any money they ever wanted. It's just very Oprah yeah. of you. <laughs> you get a car. Yeah, everyone gets a car in my life. Well, but not I, a love I gave interest. my sister my old car yeah. instead of selling it. But yeah. like I like I fucking you know like I'll pay for everyone's dinners, whatever. But it's like not a not a not I'm, a love interest. I'll pay for my love interest dinner. I'll, I'll you know I'll pay for that. I'll pay for shit. Less now, but it's like, um, but it's like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to my fucking app and going hmm, transfer to anyone, fucking yeah, yeah, at yeah. love interest. Uh, also, a year, Lem, you reckon after a year I'm transferring someone? I'm, <laughs> I'm never having a joint bank account. That's what I'm saying. My yeah, finances yeah. have nothing to do with you, sweetie. Yeah, they have nothing to do with you, and neither do yours with me. That sucks. Your dad died and left you dead? Yeah. It happens. What about a joint account? Would you have a joint I'm account? I'm saying never. Never no. even a joint account. You have kids. Lim. You have kids. Okay, you, I know you don't want to have kids. I don't, I don't kids. know why I'm so but like harping on about but if I want But if I had kids in theory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what, why would I need a joint account? You, need, you fucking need everything is joint. You need to pay their school fees. You need to pay their... Yeah, I'll transfer half. So you're bu- uh, transfer. Okay, okay. All right, all right. To the it's school. It's just easier to have a joint. If you're going to go get coffee, you just get a joint card and you just... Click. That's my <laughs> that's my actual nightmare. That's a, I, genuinely, if anyone ever asked me to have a joint bank account, they're cancelled. I'd block them immediately. I could be married for 10 years and if someone asked me for a joint bank account, I'd block them. It's convenience. It's like you have to pay your coffee all the time and they have to... Okay, obviously here, everybody knows I have a joint account. <laughs> oh my God, exposed. Like, <laughs> yeah, but also, but also, I'm going to say something. Yeah. And maybe again, call me Emma Sandrins. But you are with a woman. And yeah, then, okay. and honestly, most financial abuse, I'm so sorry, as most abuse is in heterosexual relationships, usually it is from the man to the woman. Mm. Genuinely, that's a fucking stat. Physical abuse, emotional abuse, financial abuse. Mm. Yeah. People get fucking taken advantage of all the time. I understand. You're going to be like, what about gold diggers? Okay, dude. Okay, fuck off. <laughs> like, all right. But financial abuse, if you are the person, like, 
I'm yeah. not having anyone near my accounts. You're with another woman. I, I, I mean, I'll give you a pass, Lem. Um, you know, there's a fucking even playing field there. I just, I just wouldn't want fucking prenup. Like people get weird about prenups. If I ever asked one for a prenup and they said no, <gasps> cancelled. Mm. I literally. Like the first time I sleep with someone, if I kind of like them, I tell them that if we ever dated, I have lawyers that have a piece of paper that I need to sign. Fair enough. Literally. So yeah, I just, I just, people, and people come to me like, and this is why you're alone. Babe, I'm alone because I'd rather fucking die than be in a relationship right now. I'd rather <laughs> die. If someone asks, if, I've said this before, I'll say it again. I don't want anyone fucking near me. No one come near me. If you're good at sex, you can come near me. And if you're a fun time, you can come near me and in me. But you cannot, <laughs> but you will not be having sleepovers in my house. You will not, you will not be meeting my dog, Walter. And you will not be meeting my friends because I'm not fucking, I'm not doing it. But yeah, I just find it funny that A, the biggest insult is this is why you're alone. What? Because I won't pay off my husband's mortgage. What? I thought all of you were doing that. What the actual fuck? I just don't want to ever be taken advantage of financially. And I feel like it's just like breeding ground for that. Fair it enough. makes me very anxious. And I just feel like having a joint account would make me so panicked. <laughs> oh my God. It actually, every day I would be, I would be getting, I would be the person like highlighting the, I'd get the fucking bank statements and be like, what was this $4.40 for? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I'd be like, I just feel very uncomfortable about people being anywhere near my finances mm. or anywhere near what I earn or anywhere near how much I have in my bank account. Or anywhere near, like it makes me, or even like when my mortgage payments are, I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. I don't trust anyone ever. I never will with, with money. I never, ever, ever will. My mum, since I was born, has told me, never have a joint bank account. Since yeah. I was born. It's yeah, like the yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like, do not have a joint bank account. So for someone to pay off someone's mortgage, again, I'm not saying it's a bad thing she did. It's a, it's a good thing. It's also a very, I would say, I don't know. Am I being a cunt? No. no, but also why post about it? It's like just do it and do it silently. You don't have to tell the world. And that's also what I thought, but I didn't want to be a hater. That's <laughs> 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 also what I thought. I, 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 it, the video also feels set up, you know. The video also feels like, yeah. oh, he's been doing this nice thing for my husband. And also if someone, holy shit, if someone, if I was dating someone that was like wealthier than me, that was super wealthy mm. and I, you know, on my birthday or something, they just paid off my mortgage without consulting me. Mm. I would be so angry. I would be as well. Even right? yeah, yeah, because I do think that especially some men do use it as a way to control. And yeah. I have been in situations like in Jordan where one of my friend one of my best friends is married to like a full on narcissist, I have to say, and she even knows it, but she's trapped with the kids. Anyway, it's a whole story. Fucking hell. And like I remember us going to this really fancy restaurant and I wanted to pay and he was just aggressive about yeah. not letting me pay. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, like, no, I need to. And it's like, it's okay, an ego your thing. cock is big. Just shut up and let me pay. I think it's but no. I think it's partly your cock is big and partly um, partly cock is yeah, big. and partly as well, I think it's that they feel, you know what it is, men, um, the patriarchy has set up this like, like this structure in which they claim that women only use them for money mm. because of the fact that women couldn't have their own bank accounts till the 60s. But mm. all women use this for money and then they like, do things like that because they feel that their only worth is their money and they, yeah. they it's like an insecurity yeah, thing. Like is, I had an ex-boyfriend that one time bought Dom Perignon for my 21-year-old friends mm. and we were like, 
they were fine passion pot. Like, you know what I mean? We were like, yeah. what the yeah, fuck? We all working, like, we were in uni students, like, we were going to hospital. Yeah, yeah. Like, why the fuck are we drinking <laughs> Dom Perignon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how to say it, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, we're in Brisbane, babe. So, yeah. um, yeah, it, yeah it, it, it's it's bizarre. And it's like, it's a control thing, like you said. It's a control, it's a fucking dick swing thing. It's a, like, insecurity thing. It's just like ick vibes. <laughs> anyway, that's my update. Also, guys, the roster has dissolved. I've got oh, nothing God. left. Oh. I've got no one left. Mm. I've, no, I've no been left in the trenches. Maybe it's because I'm unlovable because I would pay my husband's mortgage. Maybe they know. But I'm like, <laughs> and also, also, can I just say, if you would only be with me because I'd pay off your mortgage, why the fuck would I want to be with you, bitch? Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, guys, updates. The roster's dissolved. So that's where we're at. I had a few. They've all disappeared. Fuck my life. Um, but look, hopefully I have a route next week because it's getting it's getting beyond dire. Why next? Why did I say next week? Nothing. I'm, I'll be on fucking. I'll be on another fucking tour. Wow. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I'm just. Oh, what pussy? Yeah, babe. How am I, babe? <laughs> I think I'm not. First of all, I'm not. I think I'm like. There's like four women on this fucking tour. And it's hard. It's hard finding women. The it's women. Hard. The women thing is so hard. It's hard. I don't have. I don't have the capacity to learn a new skill right now. Sorry. I need to focus on eating, and then I'll learn how to eat pussy. All right. Bye. I love you. <laughs>